Hello and welcome to Gravitas Wins Conversations. Two years back, I attended a workshop by Sampak and it changed my perspective about LinkedIn. I followed the tips that he gave in the workshop and I benefited immensely from them. Today, we are going to discuss how to use LinkedIn to grow your career, no matter whether you are a junior or a senior executive in the organization. I'm sure it is going to be extremely useful to you. Hello, Sampak. Welcome to the conversation. Thank you, Joseph. It's, it's an absolute pleasure being here. You have such an inspiring uh, life story, Sampak. I was uh, reading through it as I was getting prepared for this conversation. From selling TVs in a small electronic workshop, you have come a long way. Can you share uh, you know, from your own mouth your story? Uh, so, Joseph, I come from a, a small town called Jamshedpur. And... Uh, uh, it was post 12th that I moved to Bombay and I was a, I was a commerce uh, student at 11th and 12th. So by default, a lot of people told me commerce student, you should do CA. Uh, that's that's how uh, that's how I started my coaching for uh, CA. But uh, a few months into it, I realized, OK, this is not what I want to do all my life. I knew that if I sat through it, I would become a chartered accountant, but it was not going to be enjoyable. So I called back home. I dropped out of it. I was still trying to figure out uh, what I wanted to do. And that is where, while I was in my graduation, I was trying to do a little bit of part-time jobs, earn a little extra buck on the side. And that's where I started selling TVs uh, in an electronic store. So every morning I used to go to college, evening I used to be selling TVs. And that is where I got that whole kick of sales, marketing, interacting with customers, uh, watching them and being able to convince them. And that's where I decided, okay, this is what seems to be what I enjoy. And that's where uh, then uh, the whole MBA thing came in and I felt, okay, okay, this is what I want to do. So then I went in, did my MBA, uh, 2010 came out. I was in the middle of that whole financial crisis, came out without a placement. So it was still a, a, a shaky stage then. Uh, worked with a small organization for a year till 2011. And that's where I got my big break with Asian Paints. So I was with Asian Paints for uh, close to five years handled three different roles across their three major verticals. So I handled uh, channel sales for them for a couple of years. Then I handled institutional sales for uh, them. Then I was also looking after uh, their services being there. So this was all across Calcutta, East, Bengal. Uh, that that belt was where my major stint in Asian Paints was there. Then 2015, I moved into the whole startup thing there. I moved to Ola, went into a hardcore marketing role. Uh, so everything from your alliances, your ATL, BTL, all the offers that you got, all the discounts that you got, all the all the contests that were there during that time was something that me and my team were running. Uh, handled various markets during that stint and was with Ola for three years. 2018, unlike a lot of people, I went back from marketing to sales, joined Oyo. Uh, I was leading a 220 member team at OYO. So all from the sales bit of corporate sales, travel agent sales, etc. So that was, that was my corporate journey. Uh, but on the side, there was a passion where I was writing on LinkedIn. I've been writing on LinkedIn now for six years. Uh, 2016 approximately was the time where I started writing. Um, a lot of people started resonating with the content. It was never written for the audience. It was always written for myself uh, initially. But then people started 
coming back okay it's good they were uh, resonating with it till the time linkedin recognized it so 2019 i won the linkedin spotlight award so that was an award by linkedin recognizing the top 14 content creators on the platform that's where i felt okay now that if linkedin says it maybe it it is good uh, so I, it was around that time where i started wondering uh, should i look at and i was enjoying the whole training mentoring stuff there 2019 i also won the top 100 marketing and sales professionals in the country but then the whole covid thing came in i was leading events for oyo at that time mm. hospitality mm. went down events went down so somewhere down the line um, we went, most of us went on an unpaid leave so i said okay now this is the time that i can experiment i mm. gave myself uh, so that's where i started this venture of mine sampark se sampark gave myself four months it went better than what i expected gave myself another four months it went better than what i expected and uh, it's exactly two years now and i'm still here and i don't think i would be going back into my corporate journey uh, hope so i don't need to but yes that's that's my corporate journey followed by my entrepreneurial journey here uh, it, it it's a fantastic uh, story sampak i be i read through it i listened to it i said you know we need to hear this my audience should hear this thank you for sharing it and what i'm also saying is you kept on experimenting uh yes your parents or the society said you need to go for ca you went for ca but then you didn't like it came back but you kept experimenting one thing or the other and then here you are uh well recognized by linkedin also so congrats for that as well so pleasure uh, see at that time twitter was also there was there any reason why you focused on linkedin and not on twitter because a lot of people are building their uh, followers on twitter see very frankly i when i jumped into this i never jumped into this with this whole personal branding thing uh, the mm-hmm. whole personal branding thing came in much later where i realized ki, okay people are recognizing me for this so uh, i went into linkedin with the very same objective that everybody does can you to look for a job so <laughs> so so i went there and um, i started writing and sharing casually because very soon i realized ki why will somebody give me a job so if i if mm. i write to joseph and say joseph give me a job he does not know who I, who i am he does not know that there is a sampark who exists so there would be surely something that i need to do more before i go about asking people and that's one thing that i tell a lot of my people on the training it's not about playing a victim card on the platform so i write started writing with that intention of okay maybe it helps me in my job maybe etc and somewhere it was more of a bug or more, more of a drug that i got stuck there and uh, twitter is something that now considering that i've gone into this whole coaching business and now started teaching social media now is something that i've tri- started working on uh, very late in this journey that was the reason why i didn't go for twitter and that was mm. the reason why i stuck on to linkedin but uh, i've been very very fortunate that linkedin worked for me i have met very very awesome people uh, like yourself as well aware and trust me it works there are so many people who say linkedin does not work people only give yarn people don't help uh, what i tell people is that if you go with the intention of taking you will not get anything but if you mm. go with the intention of giving then you get then you don't need to take it's a strong word play here but when you go with that whole non transactional or non monetary thought process it will work but if you start 
having every conversation with this array what is in it for me then then it's, it's a very transactional relationship that works out so i think that's what people need to realize and i think that's what works on the platform as well you have already shared two of the things you wrote casually uh, that's one it was not anything formal but very casual that's one two you said you need to go with the sense of giving and not really taking there is another uh, guest he said uh, if you want to play in the creator, creator economy then you need to have the uh, the feeling of generosity right you need to give only when you give you will be able to uh, you the, the other benefits will come so so i i resonate with what you are uh, talking about now so you have gone into the coaching and you have coached quite a lot of people any story that stands out whether it be uh, entrepreneur story somebody started a startup and then uh, thrived because of that or because they got a career uh, boost anything anything that you can share so see there have been a lot of bits and pieces story i'll give you a few examples one if i talk from a reach perspective if i tell you my maximum reach on the platform for one post was a 1.2 million which is a 12 lakh kind of attraction and i was very very proud of the whole fact um uh, the day where that broke and one of my students reached that number he finished that post on a 3.5 million views that one post that was 35 lakhs and that's where and obviously uh, when we when he did my session he was somewhere around 4000 5000 followers uh, today he's up somewhere around 35 40000 himself so that's from the the creation bit of it there have been multiple cases where people have come to me saying and i give this example in my sessions as well where people have got jobs from the platform without giving interviews so mm. uh, people have sat through my sessions i've given this example and somebody came back two months later and said something this happened with me as well mm. why is that so because when he got that so called offer from somebody he said sir what about the interview he said in a 15 minute interview you can fake but i've been reading your content for the last 365 days you can't fake your mindset for a year so i already understand your mindset your okay we might have a discussion on what the role might be what you need to deliver but i don't have a doubt on who you are your knowledge etc so you mentioned about generosity okay now and i just switch that question back to where you came from rather than an example is if i go there with saying buy my surveys buy my coaching buy my nobody's going to buy it because then people realize what i'm doing but if i go there talking about sharing my knowledge on marketing sharing my knowledge on sales for me that generates into business because a joseph recognizes okay this guy knows his stuff for a corporate professional that converts into jobs because the mm. reader who might be a recruiter who might be an employer knows okay this guy is talking so much about marketing he's writing so much he knows his stuff so that was where so this guy started creating content and he got job offers out of it so so that's so there are two different examples there where people have got jobs across plus uh, the whole power of networking if you if you mm -hmm. if i share my example as well uh, today i get at least 100 leads out of linkedin organically without spending mm -hmm. a single rupee i spend my time on creating the content yes that time is money i understand but literally i don't have to spend anything so there are uh, numerous examples from a business perspective there are numerous examples from jobs perspective there are numerous examples from a content creator perspective that this uh, platform is something which can be uh, a gold mine for a lot of us oh absolutely i agree 
uh, without linkedin i wouldn't be meeting you and having this particular conversation we don't know each other Absolutely. so so it 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 has been fantastic uh, platform so far uh, sampak now you already talked about creating content and you said in an informal content is what does really well uh, can can we go a little deeper in that in the sense that like say for example a lot of times what happens i am coming from a tech industry software industry we know how to write code we don't know how to write any of these informal thing that you are talking about so how can i get started what kind of content can i share on linkedin see so uh, it need not be only informal it always has to be a balance because mm-hmm. when you're talking about informal content that might get you the reach but when you want to build yourself as a thought leader you need to show your technical knowledge as well so it always mm-hmm. has to be a mix now there are a couple of mistakes where uh technical people when if you talk from a technical people or people who come from a niche industry i tell people don't get caught in this whole rut of likes views etc yes i might have thrown in examples of 1.2 million views 3.5 million views but a joseph might come back and say sampark i don't need that mass reach my industry mm. is small my industry is limited i need to reach my certain audience that is there i don't want virality it's absolutely okay each of us should be sure on what we are here for today a sampark might need mass reach a joseph might not so first you need to be very clear of your objective your niche who your target audience is and then you start creating content out of it very simple your industry if i tell you write 10 tips and write 10 lines on each you can mm if those 10 tips if you post twice a week your five five weeks content is ready mm so if you are an expert in your industry you can write now you will say sampark everybody's written on it most people are writing what's new the fact is 98% people don't write on the platform only mm, 2% yeah. do so the very fact you start writing you beaten 98% of your competition and mm. yes the golden rules will remain the same how you put it is going to be making the difference so the the bottom line is stop procrastinating stop overthinking mm. people say mm. are what will i put about what will people think what if i make a fool of myself nobody has time everybody is worried about themselves so it's <laughs> it's very important to take that plunge and once you've taken that plunge it's very important to stay consistent the i don't mm. call myself a very good writer uh, my wife laughs at my posts sometimes she said uh, i i i don't absolutely understand why people like your posts but the only thing which i credit to being my success story on linkedin is consistency i have stuck to it for 6 years there are people who love, write absolutely lovely uh, posts some people whom i admire and 3 4 months later they're gone they've got a job end of story they've got what they mm. came here for end of story but the fact is if you're building your brand it is not a one time thing mm. it's it's always when when i mentioned that it's about giving and not taking if you come in desperate times you will only come to take so problem is people come here when they have lost a job when they need a job when they are in or hey, i need to do it right now then you will be forced to be desperate but you come here when everything is good so that god forbid a year later two years later something goes wrong you have that net security net to fall back on mm. and yes it is it sounds cliche i know it sounds gyan but i have lived every bit of what i'm saying so uh, when when i moved out 
I know of a lot of people who moved out and started things of their own. A lot of them went back because it's mm. very difficult to become an entrepreneur and stick to it because you can go into consulting, you can go into coaching, but it's a very different ballgame. Lead generation True. is the biggest pain point because all our lives, we are known by the brands we work for. Oh, he's the head mm. of sales at OYO or he's, he heads marketing at Ola. But do people know Sampark? So uh, if you ask people, who are you? The first thing they say, I work at this company. Mm. While the, so I, I think uh, COVID has proven that job security is a myth. So, so, the, so, the, so the only brand which you need to genuinely work on is your name. And I think that, that that's where can be a transformational journey for everybody. Wonderful. So you already talked about this content. I've seen some people post once a week, sometimes once a day. There are people who post every hour. Are there any time slots that you would recommend? What's a good practice? So if you talk from a frequency perspective, see, it's not the frequency. It's how the longevity of your posts. Mm. So it's not about going full blast one post for 30 days and then you're out of content. If you go to the gym for 30 days nonstop, it does not give you results. You go to gym twice a week, but you go for a year, it will give you results. So Absolutely. you have to be at your comfort level. Somebody like me who uh, breathes LinkedIn, whose business runs on LinkedIn, for me, it's one post a day. For a lot of clients that I work with, because there are a lot of senior leaders whom I work very closely in running their show on the platform. For them, it's two posts a week. I tell people mm. you can start with once a week as well, but ensure that once a week means do it for a year. You because mm. it's not you will not get results if you go fast. As again, a cliche statement: it's not a sprint; it's a marathon. Mm. So, so run slow, but run long. That's 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 the secret there. And otherwise, then uh, post generally weekdays mornings is what works. Okay, okay. So now let's say, for example, there are, I'm a, I'm a junior level person who has joined. I'm straight out of college. Probably I have up to three, four years of experience. What benefit can LinkedIn give me? See, when somebody like me who passed out 12, 15 years back, we never had the chance to learn from somebody who's very senior. Mm -hmm. Yes, LinkedIn still was there, but it was very small at that time. Today, at a 22, 20, 20, 22 year old, you have the chance to learn, you have the chance to network, you have the chance to connect. For a lot of us, and you being fairly experienced in the industry, people realize very late in their careers, at least another five, six years, that you don't get jobs on Nokri.com. Your majority <laughs> jobs are your ex-bosses, your contacts, your referrals. So it's the faster you start working on this, the better it is. And today, uh, for us, when we started our career, who knew you? Your industry knew you, your, your company knew who you were. But a platform like LinkedIn, is you. The, the world is open. There is no geographical boundary. There's no restriction. You can connect directly with somebody who's very senior. Through your content, you can create a brand for yourself. And that's, that's how it works. So when you say investments are about the early you start, your personal branding is also how early you start. So okay. I, so I, people, again, uh, youngsters don't realize it, but the faster you get onto the bandwagon, the better it is for you. Uh, absolutely. Right. Right. See, you talked about networking. 
and again, I'm, I'm talking from a software industry perspective or probably my own questions as well is that I can write, probably I got what you said. So I started writing and people are connecting with me. I don't know what to do after that. After somebody has sent me a request, that's it. I leave it. Or do I have to follow up? How do I follow up? What should I tell them? Uh, I have absolutely no idea. What should I do? See, uh, what I tell a lot of people is LinkedIn is not about the number of connections you have. Some people mm -hmm. in their headline have 15,000 connections, 20,000 connections. What will you do of those 20,000 connections? What matters mm. is how many of those connections know you? How mm. many of the connections do you know? Because end of the day, if you are talking about business generation or jobs, okay, I speak to you. We have a very casual conversation. You might not have a job for me, but tomorrow when you are talking to someone else, then there is a brand recall of me. So it's, it's about building those conversations. I mm. understand you can't build conversations with everybody there. So point is when you connect with someone, drop them a casual, uh, hope you're doing well. Thanks for connecting. Try building a conversation. When the person resonates, you realize is this guy interested in talking, not con. So I, what I tell people is that out of a platform like LinkedIn, even if you're able to do one Zoom call a week or one phone call a week, you never know where that, which jackpot will open. So mm. I know I have met over the years, I've met over hundreds of people out of the LinkedIn platform, even, even physical meetings. So we've mm. caught up over a cup of coffee. Uh, uh, I genuinely loved your content, would love to have a conversation. There was somebody I spoke to this morning, he messaged me saying, we've been connected on LinkedIn for a year, but you've never had a chance to talk. Would, would you would you be open to a uh, a phone call? And we genuinely had a conversation for 15, 20 minutes. Yes, situations might get awkward sometimes. It may not turn out the way it is, but every conversation that you have in your world will not be uh, a jackpot, but you never know which is that one jackpot that will work. I'll give you an example. Uh, there was somebody that I met for a cup of coffee a couple of years back. While I was discussing with the person there, uh, he mentioned that there's somebody that I should interact with because now that we've had a conversation, she said, okay, there's another friend of mine whom I met on LinkedIn. You'll surely resonate with him. I ended up meeting that gentleman. Then I did one session for his group of people in that group. There was somebody who was based out of Dubai. He invited me for a session in Dubai. Uh, from that session, then I did a session in Qatar. I did a session for the complete Middle East. I ended up doing five sessions across Middle East from that bit there i got consultancies out of us canada morocco spain bahrain qatar singapore australia i generated lakhs of business all originating from that one cup of coffee so, so that's so that's those those are the uh, lovely stories which come out and just uh, drop in a compliment to someone just comment on somebody's post uh, it's, it's all about building those conversations. It's not about the profile. A lot of people get stuck. I have a profile, but it's like having your website with absolutely no traffic on it. Mm. It's your work to get traffic onto that platform. Yeah. And as I was telling you before we started this recording, I started following it up. I will drop into people's uh, inbox and say, Hey, would you like to have a conversation? And most of the people will respond. And almost every week I've been having at least one call with somebody and I learn a lot from them. Right. Uh, so it has been absolutely fantastic to follow that particular uh, thing. Uh, Samak, 
okay, so I have connected all of these things that I can do. All of them work on the free version of LinkedIn or should I be a premium version only then all of this will work? See, um, it depends on each individual because the premium is not a, from an Indian context, it's not very affordable. It, it is a little costly. So uh, uh, having a premium or not having a premium does not impact your visibility. So you still get okay. that level of traction. With premium, you get a certain extra features that are there, uh, which each of us need to decide, is it worth the ROI? So if you're looking from a sales perspective, there are people who say my product is worth two lakhs. If I can sell even one in the year, I, I have my ROI on that. But uh, there is somebody who says my product is 500 rupees, but I am not being able to sell as much out of it. So what I tell people is, one, do not go for the premium immediately. First, get your hands onto the platform, get used to the uh, consistency and get yourself, uh, get the hang of it. And once you've done that, use the trial for yourself. Uh, then understand, does it work for you? And then take a call. Why do mm -hmm. I say don't take a trial initially? Because you yourself are trying to figure out the platform. So use it once you are comfortable so that you can use the trial well and then you can decide for yourself, is premium required or not? But if you're saying, okay, will I get increased visibility because of premium? No, that's 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 not a, a major part of it. Your content, your quality and your consistency depends there. Okay, thanks for that. Now, okay, so we talked about a junior level candidate. I completely get the point that you are talking about. But let's say for example, I'm 50 years old. I have had my career, I'm doing well and I'm looking forward towards my end of my career. Why would I be on LinkedIn? What benefit does uh, LinkedIn give me? See, for somebody who's very senior, uh, once you're around 50, you are moving towards your financial freedom. You want to work as per your terms. You don't want to get into that whole job thing. So a lot of people want to move into consulting, taking those side gigs, building that side hustle, wanting to move into academics, etc. So that's again something that you can do because you've been in the industry for 20 years. The industry knows you, but do the masses know you? And I think that's where, uh, yes, I'm, I'm not 50 year old, but uh, when I started doing my guest lectures, etc., and I started uh, posting about it and I started sharing, I started getting calls for uh, more sessions and more trainings and more uh, consulting, etc. So for them, you come, you create your content, you share your experiences over the years, and it gives you that slow transformation from maybe a full-time thing into something which you do as per your own convenience because a lot of people don't want to go from a full income to a retirement of sitting at home mm. they don't know how to make that transition this is a good thing that in your latter years you build that perception about yourself so even if you want to go into uh, giving sessions or doing courses or uh, becoming a, a teacher or whatever or you want to just take up uh, advisory roles or uh, consulting roles i think that's that's again is something that you can look at okay and Plus, there is always the, sorry sorry now that i speak to yeah. you there is another thing is when you are preparing for senior roles it is not only about the kind of work that you're doing it's also about the the people person that you are your knowledge your expertise it's about building that thought leadership it's about building that credibility so if you are preparing for that cxo role or that vp role today for senior hires, it's not only your work, it's also your digital footprint. What, what, uh, how as a leader are you? So this again becomes, so even if you want to stick in the corporate genre, 
but you're preparing for your top-notch roles, this is a good place to come and show that as well. Yeah, I think one of the things that I hear consistently in our conversation is do things before you need them. Absolutely. So you also did that even when you were in the corporate one, you started working in LinkedIn, uh, you started writing in LinkedIn, and then that gave you the benefit when it was absolutely needed. Absolutely. And and I and I see that as, as a common thread across many of the answers that you have given. Absolutely. I, I totally agree to that because then, again, as I said, don't come here when you're desperate. Come mm -hmm. here well in advance so that because building a brand takes time. It is not an overnight thing. If you're writing for one month, who knows you? For mm -hmm. to build credibility takes time. And that's where you need to come here before you genuinely uh, need it. Okay. So how long does it take? So I understand you cannot expect a short-term result. But does it take a month to, again, let's say, for example, every week, one every day, one post I'm posting. How long does it take even to get some kind of a result, some kind of attraction? How long does it take? See, I will not give you an exact number, but yes, a few months is what you need because it's not only about external stakeholders. It's also about internal stakeholders. Your organization, people start recognizing you, people within the organization, because generally with your bosses, with your SMEs, you're talking on reviews. You're talking on targets, but where does your boss know that you know stuff beyond what you are? You are mm. thinking on the larger picture. So it's not only about showcasing to the world outside. I know in OYO, a lot of my colleagues, uh, even up to the, as high in the leadership as you can go, people recognized me for my content on LinkedIn. I remember walking into sales pitches, VP level sales pitches or clients. And he said, I recognize some parks or some park. So you can understand that my conversation absolutely transformed there. So, uh, absolutely. So few months into it, you will start realizing people are noticing. And then mm. it is a game of momentum. The longer you stay, the faster it moves. Mm. So, I understand, uh, Sampak, that you cannot really go by likes and comments and so on and so forth. But when you're starting and when you really don't get any likes, you lose that momentum, you lose that kind of an enthusiasm. So how do you, what do you recommend in your program? See, if you go back and if you, somebody does take that pain of scrolling down 2000 posts, you will realize that that is exactly where I started. Now, what kept me going was I was never writing for the audience. Now, mm -hmm. suppose I am down, okay? I am writing to motivate myself. So that 20 minutes of when I'm researching on what to write, I'm reading so much of good stuff that my own motivation used to come up. So mm. if you start going with that intention of saying, I know it's absolutely uh, human to say, Ki, are people liking it or not? But the, the game to it is, let's stick to it. That is why only a few people are able to succeed. Most are not because most give up. So you will have to be self-motivated. You will have to keep pushing yourself. You like it or not that, okay, likes are not coming. You will have to motivate yourself. That's the, that's the only okay. answer to it. So when you're talking about this, the related question to that is, would you want to write natively on the platform or would you, uh, would you be okay to share via scheduled tools, scheduling tools, like, like say for example, buffer or anything? Uh, mm. is, is that okay? What's your recommendation on that? Very frankly, I do not recommend any tools for LinkedIn. Neither do I use it for myself. Neither do I use it for my clients. Neither do I use it for any of my students. Uh, because again, most of these tools are not recognized by LinkedIn themselves. 
So while there are a lot of people out there who teach you tools and growth hacking and data scraping and stuff like that, uh, it's not approved by LinkedIn. So anytime if LinkedIn pulls the plug, your account's gone. Mm-hmm. And there are there are so many of my people who come to me and say, somebody, this is what I'm in. I'm in trouble here. So don't risk it. Uh, if you have to write content, you don't want to write it on the platform, write it in your notes, write it on a Word doc, etc. Uh, if people want to create content in advance, keep it there. And you can just call, copy, paste and post. Uh, because again, tools is a, a slight risky feature. Till the time LinkedIn comes and says, okay, this is the tool that I approve of. I would recommend people not to do so. Okay, wonderful. Uh, we talked a quite a bit about your coaching program. Can you tell me what you coach, especially for individuals, right? Not not B2B, not for corporates, mm. but for individuals. Uh, what's the coaching program that you gave from a LinkedIn perspective and how can people reach out to you on that? Okay. So for LinkedIn, then I have two uh, ways that I work, actually three ways that I work with people. One, where people, if they're looking for a online course, which is a pre-recorded course that I have, which is on my website, uh, it's a three-hour module where you can go, you can consume it at your convenience, at your pace. But that's a pre-recorded thing. So you can go to my website, you can purchase it there. Now, there is somebody who comes and says, Sampark, I want to have a live one-on-one with you. I want a customized thing for my objective. Then I have a 30-day mentoring uh, live thing there, where over the one month, I do three sessions uh, split across, so one on the uh, profile, one on the content, one on the networking bit. And that's spread across where, like this conversation, it's a one-on-one conversation where we do it. Uh, the third part of it is where senior leaders, when I started doing this consulting, start came back to me and said, Sampar, I can't do this. I understand it requires a lot of effort. Can you help me do it? So now I have a team at the back end also who works with me for a lot of these senior leaders, hand-holding them in, running the show on the platform as well. So, uh, so my the, people can go to my website, samparksesampark.com. Uh, if they want the pre-recorded thing, they can connect there. If they want the one-on-one thing, they can reach out to me, which is again on my email, samparksesampark at gmail.com. And I would be very, very uh, happy to guide them in whichever way. And yes, they can obviously reach out to me on LinkedIn. Uh, that's, that's, LinkedIn. Uh, so that's, that's the fastest way to reach me. Absolutely. And uh, what I have also seen is, you know, you have quite a lot of connection. You have quite a lot of uh, schedule. But when I left a comment on LinkedIn, you responded back a couple of days uh, later. So I, and that too, you were t- uh, touring across uh, Rajasthan or something. You right. still rec- uh, replied back. I really appreciate that, uh, Sampak. See, really I, I'll, I'll tell you, that, that's again a difference. The fact that you remember it, because hmm. when you're talking about building a brand, when you're talking about uh, building a connection, small things such as this make a difference because when for somebody like who's posting he does not expect a response but then i try as consciously as possible to respond to as many comments because that is where somebody who's commenting on it also feels valued he may then remember okay okay at least somebody responded so it's it's building up that conversation it's building up that mutual respect it's it's about building that brand that you say and it's about building that network because it's not again i come back to that it's not about likes and comments it's about the relationships that you build it's about the conversations that you have and that's where it boils down to i think that's the right time to end this conversation uh sampak as you rightly said it's about relation and conversations 
and uh, thank you so much for teaching in the last half hour sampak pleasure pleasure thank you so much joseph for having me thank you for listening to our conversation if you liked it can you please share it at least with one of the friends have a life of wins <laughs> <laughs>